Hey everyone, welcome to Pastor Jamie's Ask with Pastor Jamie's Wrinkled Shirt. Let's talk two great questions this week. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Ask. I'm Pastor Jamie at Cornerstone Church. Like I said, and threw this shirt on. I think it's okay, but it's a little wrinkled. So don't, don't judge me, okay? Don't judge me. I don't need tie-dye. I don't need any of that kind of stuff. All right, so a uh, uh, couple of great questions, but remember, we only have questions if you ask them. So if you go to our website, cornerstonebv.org, there's a media page, drop down, ask, put it in, your question. Uh, if you have it, other people do too. And uh, just be patient. We have a lot of questions, but they're all good and we need them. So it uh, might be a few weeks, but if you don't see your question, just keep tuning in. You want to see the other people's questions too, right? Okay. If it's an emergency, you know, just email me. I can answer it for you, all right? Okay. So this is a really, really great question. Um, so it's going to need a little bit of work, but just bear with us because it's important. How do I differentiate between civil, moral, and ceremonial laws within the Bible? Okay. So Christians have categorized it. It wasn't necessarily categorized that way when God gave it to Moses on Mount Sinai, right? But there was this thing called the law. And Christians, while the law is important, and I'll get to why it is, there's aspects of it that are not unimportant. They're still good to know, but Jesus has fulfilled them, right? So now we don't need it. For instance, circumcision, uh, sacrifices, the Day of Atonement, Passover. We as Christians, while it's good to know what they are, what they represent, don't need to observe those because Christ has fulfilled those things, right? Um, but uh, there's, there is aspects to the law that we still do observe, right? And that's where it can get confusing. And people will use it as an argument against the church's teaching on certain things, saying, hey, you throw out this in Leviticus, then why do you say homosexuality is a sin, right? Because there is a very distinct difference between what God gave them as a ceremonial law than what God gave as a moral law. So let's break it down a little bit. The moral law, um, this is kind of relates to um, God's justice and judgment, and it's based on God's holy nature. Therefore, it is unchanging. The holy law shows us that we're sinners and need a savior because we can't be perfectly holy on our own. We always screw up. However, it is a standard to show us we need Jesus, but it's still a standard. And it's still how God wants his people to live our lives. All throughout time, now with the Holy Spirit indwelt in the believer, we have a much better shot at it than the Old Testament Israelite. So, the, you know, the moral laws are sexual conduct, um, lying, things like that, right? That, that we are to um, still strive to be holy, right? The New Testament says. And so that's why... Uh, Something ceremonial in Leviticus is very different than uh, his instructions in sexuality and what is holy and what isn't. It hasn't changed. Because God is unchanging. Um, so Christians are not bound by the ceremonial law, right? Things, as I mentioned, sacrifices, Passover, um, and many other things if you read through the, when the, the law was given to Moses. Um, we're still good to know why they're there. They all point to Jesus. They weren't just thrown away. Oh, we don't need this anymore. It was just that Jesus fulfilled them, right? The Passover was that the blood of the, of the spotless lamb gave the people who are in Egypt um, safety. The grace of God covered them by the blood so that the angel of the Lord would pass over and wouldn't kill their firstborn son. They celebrated that, right? But now as Christians, we recognize that was all pointing to Jesus, the firstborn son of God who died and shed his blood. And if you put your faith in Christ, you are covered by his blood, not literally, right? But spiritually covered by his shed blood. Therefore, the judgment of God passes over you. And so we celebrate the cross of Christ, not Passover. So you see, that's why we don't need 
to do the ceremonial law because Christ has come to fulfill it. Now, judicial or civil law is something that Christians actually have categorized. Jews really didn't see this as any different than the moral law that I already explained. And so judicial civil, usually this encompasses the Ten Commandments and the commands of God that aren't ceremonial, but they're in behavior, right? So do not lie, do not steal, and all of the other things that are, that are given to us. Um, so we, these are very important to Christians, right? To you know, how to behave as God's people. But again, we can never do it perfectly, which is why we need a savior, Jesus Christ, okay? So the law is good to know, to learn from, to understand God's expectations on behavior, and to see the holiness of God and the importance of, of respecting that and adhering to that. Um, and we should glean much from it, but there's aspects of it that Jesus has fulfilled and do not apply to us today, okay? Great, great question. To go along with that, let me just answer this one and we'll be done because they're both kind of in depth. Um, but this one is just simply, how do I know if I have correct theology? Um, so that's a real open-ended question. I'm not really sure the place it's coming from um, or what is behind that. Because in my experience, there is some, some Christian denominations or sects, SDCTSs, okay? Uh, that um, are churches, they, they raise certain doctrines and they could be very good biblical doctrines, but as like the pinnacle doctrine, right? And so this is essential for you to fit into this sort of doctrinal box, okay? And sometimes it's a good doctrine, but they're just really putting a box around it, and sometimes it's not good. And, and so the phrase can be used, do you have, your theology is not correct, you have good theology, you understand the, right? And, that's a good question, but sometimes it's a loaded question. They're, what they're saying is, do you believe what I believe? And have you constructed that box? And so I'm not sure your circumstances, but be careful that you're not being browbeaten or bullied into a very, to die on a hill of something. You know, maybe it's end times theology or it's, you know, Calvinistic theology that you have to embrace to be saved. That's dangerous, right? So how do you know if you have good theology? First of all, pray, ask God. Show me your truth. Give me the grace to understand hard things. Challenge me where I need to be challenged, right? And then, of course, study of God, which is what theology is, the study of God, cannot happen without study of God's word, his revelation of himself to us in the Bible. That's not, by the way, the Bible is not everything about God. And so that could never fit in a book, right? It is what God has choose to reveal to us uh, because it's what we need to know. We're on a need to know basis from God. Um, some things we don't need to know. Or it is because we're, you know, in, in a situation where um, we, we wouldn't understand something about God, okay? So theology is the study of God. You need to know the Bible. So therefore, you should make a lifetime approach of reading, studying scripture, and never stopping. You never stop learning, never stop researching, but do it with humility. Don't get to a point where like, got my theology, now I gotta go around and tell everyone how they're wrong. Just don't do that. Don't be that person, okay? Um, because we're all, still learning theology, okay? So in, in the scriptures and be able to accept, um, there will be some things we don't understand, right? Like, okay, I'm not exactly sure about this. That just means God didn't find it important for us to be ironclad on that. Don't die on that hill of, oh, I don't really know, is it a pre-trib rapture? Is it a, like, okay, you have your thoughts on that, you read whatever you can read on it and then hold it loosely because it's, don't die on that hill. Don't be like, this is true and, and, and you need to, to, to believe with me. God made it very clear, the things we have to believe, they're very crystal clear in scripture, 
okay? So be willing to recognize there's, it's not a box. There's some things like, how does this work, right? How is God completely sovereign? He is, but at the same time, our prayer is effectual, meaning when we pray, he answers, and, and it seems to almost change. How does that happen in, underneath the sovereignty of God? Because it does. It's really hard to understand that as a human being. Just be okay with that, right? And some people aren't humble enough to accept that we're always learning, and until we get to heaven, there's going to be some things that we're not fully clear, and that's okay, right? Um, lastly, I, I would just say, be in a good church that preaches the Word of God and is gospel-centered, right? Um, and because that church is going to offer studies, it's going to offer classes, uh, resources, and sermons that are giving you and helping you constantly feed on good theology, okay? That's how you know. It's a lifetime learning process for you. Okay, that's all we have time for. Great questions. Ask yours, cornerstonebv.org. We'll see you this weekend in church or online at 11 a.m. on Sunday. God bless. See you soon.